This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the grim darkness of the 41st millennium. I'm Inquisitor Temperance Price, Keeper of the Inquisition's Black Library, and this is the third volume in a report on the Valentine Heresy, an actual play podcast set in the Genesis adaptation of Warhammer 40,000's Dark Heresy RPG. This report features Game Master Tom McGee and players Ryan LaPlante as Inquisitor Lucius Valentine, Tyler Hewitt as Atticus Viz, Laura Hamstra as Eli Sharp, and Della Borovic as Morgan Rawls. My report shows that the Inquisitorial Band is heading to the Bolensong Estate. Valentine and Morgan combed through recordings from the crash but found nothing. Eli prepared Servo Skulltarkers to prep the Lord for his hunt, and Atticus began preparing to face off with the other suitors. Can they solve a murder and win the Duke's heart? Find out next in this episode of the Valentine Heresy. Overheard at the Balling Song Estate. Wait, who's coming over? So you are on your way to take over the Balling Song Estate. Uh, a bunch of offworlders masquerading as different people who have inexplicably been given um, control of the estate in uh, Guinevere Balling Song's will. You have your your trip over, I assume, kind of having planned all this in advance. You don't have a whole hell of a lot to say on the way there, but sometimes I'm wrong about such things. Is there anything you want to discuss en route? Uh, it just occurred to Atticus, I think probably overnight he was thinking about it, but uh, he's fine with saying it in like the character of um, uh, Lord Van Houten of just... Um, <clears throat> I want everyone to be sharp from here on out. If... Uh, if Balinsong was the favorite and steps were taken preemptively to wipe her out, then bringing me, bringing us into the estate puts us potentially into the line of fire of whatever else was set up to sabotage her. Stay sharp. Before the Lord handles any weapons, Clarence, knowing that you will be running him through the drills, please test fire them. Fire at least three shots to make sure that any ammunition in any particular magazine is, let's just say, in fair play. W- without question. Oh, and it's Valentine back at the house would have sent the invites to get Void Stain of and Curious yep. to come to yeah, the yeah, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I'm, I'm good. Valentine's set. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for Valentine to drive this thing or does Hugh have to drive it? You could drive it. It's These aren't extraordinarily complex machines. They just look it, but really it is like fake robot horse thing like just 
nudge it in the right direction and it'll go where you want it to go. Yeah. So the Valentine would be the one driving back at the house. He would have done some low tech. Make sure, you know, if someone went into a room stuff, the like, you know, hair over the door frame, that kind of stuff, just Mm -hmm. that if anybody goes up to the third floor, they'll be aware uh, that Hugh's not exactly the guy to be like, we got a house full of criminals. I bet Hugh's going to spot everything. Mm -hmm. It's good you do that because Atticus can't do that trick. (laughs) So he doesn't have hair. Yeah. I just take one off your back, baby. Don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to grow those mutton chops out a bit more after they got gored and, and burned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Singed a bit. Yep. <laughs> cool. Great. All right. So um, it is, uh, summer has come to Greybridge and it is uh, really night and day. Um, I know Laura, Ryan and I all spent a bunch of time in, in Kingston, Ontario. And literally that place is all gray all the time until like three weeks in the summer and then it is just like the most like stunningly beautiful place in Canada and then it's right back to like Victorian England it's just like such a weird transformation and Great Bridge is a little bit like that suddenly all of the houses and uh, estates and everything else are just shining all the colors are being picked up Uh, everything is in bloom although kind of nothing's in full bloom because it happened too quickly but like things are that were en route have been hurried up uh, by the uh, the sort of uh, atmospheric uh, manipulations of the Cloud Palace, but uh, there's a heaviness to the air, certainly. Um, and as you sort of pass other estates on your way to the Balansong residence, uh, you definitely see people getting ready, but there's a really weird clash of styles uh, as people are trying to figure out how to mix mourning with also like their summer best. Everyone had really floral, colorful summer stuff, and they're trying to like dial it down appropriately to also be in mourning. Um, so there's a lot of uh, societal confusion along the way. Um, Lizzo Lizardman uh, obviously broadcasts the uh, uh, the Lizardman letter, which is uh, what we heard uh, opening last episode, uh, swearing vengeance, uh, which is certainly a new tone for the secret scribe. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it's an uneventful ride. Um, and you arrive at the Ball and Song residence uh, to find it a uh, a bit of a place of confusion with no one kind of at the head of the household, um, people are still kind of doing whatever their last assigned task was, but it's clear that neither the solicitor nor uh, Traseus has been able to, or has chosen to issue any orders. Uh, So like there's no adornment going on that wasn't already there. It's just kind of like everyone is basically on maintenance mode. Hmm. Um, There's a lot of staff kind of milling about. Um, uh, Some are packing bags and are clearly kind of planning to leave you can see a few like wagons and caravans kind of being set up uh for the people who've chosen to move on after this uh the most recent tragedy to befall the house um you pull up and uh for um morgan and eli particularly this is a real uh just keep leaning on weird movie pulls uh this is like before you arrived to like the cratchit household when tiny tim was alive now you're going when Tiny Tim is dead and everyone's sad. So like it's a much more muted uh, thing. The the uh, the door guard isn't like chummy with maze books today. It's very much just like carriage pulls up, hits the button, um, gates swing open. The maze is neglected and kind of like bleak off to one side. Uh, and you uh, approach the estate. And just for my brain, Morgan and Eli are traveling with. Uh, we're all, in we're all together. Yeah. All yeah. In one car. Yeah. yeah. So you pull up and Traseus is uh, sort of like rushes out to meet you. Um, he looks harried. Uh, he's clearly not really slept much. Uh, he's got like a, a, a can of calf um, in like a very fine, not a can, it's in like a very fine porcelain cup 
um, but is vaguely trembling in his hand uh, as he uh, sips from it. And uh, he just kind of uh, waves to you as you approach and says, uh, uh, Welcome, uh, Lord Van Houten uh, and uh, 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 Lady Varn. Um, I appreciate you all uh, coming by this early. I'll take you inside. Uh, you must meet uh, uh, Marcellinaeus Trueheart, uh, the solicitor. She will fill you in on... Some of the details, I must admit, there is a staggering amount of uh, administrative bureaucracy in this particular uh, state. It would seem that this society is far more complex than we uh, have encountered uh, to date, which should come as no surprise given the state of the Van Houten affairs uh, compared to the Bolland song. Uh, please, please, this way, there is calf if you require it. Otherwise, I will show you to um, a solicitor true heart. Um, I'm ready to see the solicitor now. Very good. Uh, follow me, please. Uh, so you enter, and as soon as you come in through the doors, there are literally just stacks of calling cards, flowers, uh, like edible baskets, uh, just kind of like packed, shoved to either side uh, of the door where clearly servants have just been dumping whatever's left at the front gate. You do note that nothing is, there's no like, you know, normally when, when someone famous dies, there's always like a pile of stuff. Uh, they've clearly been clearing that out, uh, but they have just been dumping it in the front lobby. Um, the inside of the house itself is uh, a bit a, a bit of chaos, as again, like everything is kind of um, set up. They were still cleaning up from the the party the night before, so there's still sort of remnants of that. Um, but uh, generally speaking, a um, uh, not a just like a very busy location which kind of suits your purposes because it means no one's looking too closely mm -hmm. although you do get a lot of weird looks because obviously a strange crew to be coming through um you find uh uh marcellinaeus uh true heart in um sort of a beautiful sitting room uh with kind of like two-story tall windows with kind of uh beautiful curtains overlooking the back of the property uh, at the back there's like a deep garden uh where the um where Guinevere was um, skeet shooting, so you're kind of like, it's familiar to Eli and Morgan. Mm -hmm. um, but the grounds extend far beyond that as well, and you can see all manner of kind of like rich people fun stuff out the back. Uh, there's a pool, uh, fountains, all that jazz. Solicitor uh, Trueheart is um, uh, just a very, very tired looking woman. Um, she is has clearly been, like there's documentation everywhere, um, but has clearly kind of been at this for a few days. Think like a, a Christine Baranski if she didn't sleep for a week mm. um, kind of situation. Um, and uh, as you enter, uh, she she bows uh, and just says, uh, uh, Lord uh, Lord Van Houten. Solicitor Trueheart. Ah, yes, thank you for, for uh, coming so quickly, my lord. I want to apologize on behalf of the society for the way all of this has been handled. This is a truly strange uh, request from Lady Balansong, and I imagine this must be a huge imposition on you. So, uh, again, I, I apologize. I, I'm truly sorry you have to put up with all of this. I was uh, surprised, however, the uh, honor of this duty, uh, I accept it happily. Wonderful. Uh, wonderful. All right. Well, um, as uh, I'm sure your uh, clerk here can can tell you, uh, Jester Citraceus, uh, she says, um, the uh, Lady Bonsong actually left a uh, video communication for you uh, that I will queue up uh, and uh, let you observe uh, in, in 
piece. Um, I've also been contacted uh, by uh, the court. Uh, I understand that uh, you you have been placed in charge of uh, trying to make some sense of, of all this. I sincerely hope that Lady Balansong died uh, from a mere mechanical mishap. I would hate to think that anyone is out there committing violence against the heirs, but I suppose anything's possible. Uh, I will leave you to this. Uh, afterwards, I'll be happy to discuss the particulars of the will. The sooner we can wrap this up, the better for all involved, I think. And I understand you're still participating in the memorial hunt. That's correct. Wonderful. Then we will try and get this particular unpleasantness off your plate as soon as possible. Uh, well, that is uh, greatly appreciated. Where can we uh, view this? Uh, and she nods, and, and she has a bunch of clerks on on staff as well, um, and a couple of them uh, wheel in like a like a video screen. Um, there's like a couple of servitors kind of hovering along. It's clear that Trueheart staff have been working throughout the building, uh, so she kind of gets that set up, and then just gestures to all of them to uh, to follow her out. Um, and uh, she says, uh, if you'd like, uh, I can leave one of my servo skills here for you to ask any questions. Uh, otherwise, you can just come find me afterwards. If you want full privacy, I'll take them with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think this has probably been a common tactic at this point, but uh, Atticus feigns interest in these particulars so that uh, he can leave it to Valentine to make a informed covert decision. So he'll just say, uh, uh, Rebote, please deal with this. And just like kind of away with this and he'll go uh, make himself comfortable in front of a viewing screen. Sure. The Lord would prefer complete privacy for now. Understood. Yep. So she gestures and the they, they like almost with the broom, just like <laughs> service skills out of there. Um, and uh, uh, she kind of closes the big double doors behind her on the way out. And uh, Treseus says uh, she and our staff have been turning this whole place over. Uh, the uh, the Balancing Estate is much larger than it appears on the outside. There is uh, it was. Uh, there are several floors underneath us as well, which is a very large uh, building. So there is a lot of places to uh, secret things away, uh, paperwork and, and, and the like. But uh, it would seem that uh, the Lady Balansong has left some fairly clear instructions. So any gestures to the uh, to the screen. Great. Uh, Valentine would just start like pop Eugene out and do an audio recording of whatever's said on this. So we have a permanent record of it outside of the one the lawyer, the lawyer would give us. Great. So, uh, you push the button, Atticus, you're sitting in like an uncomfortably plush chair, mm. like just full wing back situation. It's like deeply uncomfortable yeah. for you. Admittedly, it does have good room for the arm, but like not, not, not really your jam. Um, and, uh, the video screen kind of jumps to life in that kind of crackly scan liney Warhammer 40 K <laughs> fashion. Um, and, uh, lady, Balansong appears clearly adjusting a servo skull that's recording her. So there's like some of that camera adjustment stuff, but it's literally like moving a face around. Oh um, and uh, she has a glass of Amersec uh, in one hand. She kind of looks uh, into the camera and says, okay, so Lord Van Houten, um, if you're seeing this, then I'm dead, which sucks. So there's that. And she takes like a long sip says, but at this point, I'm really not sure there's too much I can do to avoid that if someone truly wants me gone. You seem like the least likely person to try and off me in this particular endeavor, so I'm trusting my fate and the fate of my house to you. You may not fully understand the society here uh, being uh, an off-worlder, but um, those of us who have been here a long time 
have spent uh, an awful lot of that time making sure we know as much as possible. Uh, information is is uh, our weapons on this planet, and I make sure to be well armed at all times, which is how I found out, for instance, about the death of Francois Van Houten some time ago. So I'm not entirely certain who you are. I'm not entirely certain who your friends are, but you're definitely not from here and you're definitely not here for what you say you are. So I'm trusting you to look after me if someone got to me. There are some things going on in the celestial season that I don't fully understand. Duke Wixthrop has never expressed interest in romance. He has actively avoided previous engagements of this sort, and it would seem to me that he is putting on a facade. I don't exactly know why, uh, but it is very strange for someone in our society to not want the throne. In terms of the king, he's grown increasingly erratic over time. This celestial season is proving to be a, a much larger pageant than we've seen to date, and I have to wonder why that is. I'm also hearing rumblings and grumblings amongst the serving class of uh, unrest with the society as a whole. Um, people are tired of the kinds of games that are me and uh, my fellow aristocrats have been playing over the years, and while I admit I'm young and haven't had a huge amount of impact on that, given time, I'm sure I would be just as bad as the rest of them. In terms of who you need to watch out for, I have seen Sakatur avoid stain more than I ought to have over the past little while for someone who has till now been a bit of a recluse. He seems to show up rather everywhere, uh, bumping into me all the time at various events to a point that I can't help but wonder if he's been following me. Bobby Bobberstein has continually sent summons to me. I believe he is attempting to form an alliance of some sort, which is odd because I get the sense that he legitimately doesn't care about this. I don't really know what he wants. Tritimus Versailles continues to be an asshole, but a dangerous one. He is more erratic than his facade lets on, and though he may seem foolish or a blowhard, know that there is steel behind that, and it is worth considering. In terms of uh, Venkari Kiros, he is the worst of what our society can turn out, someone who truly cares for no one around them and seems more than happy to just fiddle while the world burns. That said, I don't honestly believe he cares enough about anything to scheme. And as for me, I had hoped that I could make something better of this world. And hopefully you never see this because I married Duke Wickstrop and we have incredibly boring children. And one day I do rule this place and probably repeat a lot of the same mistakes that I'm listing here. But there are secrets on this world that I have not had time to do, fully uncover. And I fear that I may never have that time, but you might. So if I need avenging, avenge me. If you can find out why someone would want to kill me, stop them. At the very least, don't get yourself killed. I don't know why you're visiting Greybridge, but either save it or destroy it. And um, I'm going to finish this drink and then throw this in a corner 
and hope that you never see it. Good luck, whoever you are. For what it's worth, you are a better Van Houten than any of them were. And your races are glass and uh, the video cuts out. And that's the point where Valentine's hand grabs the servo skull and smashes it to pieces on the floor. So there is no recording of this fucking video around saying we're not the Van Houtens. (laughs) That shit all ends up in a fireplace. Yeah. Hey, it's Del. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to The Valentine Heresy. And if you are so inclined, we at Dum Dums and Dice have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There's tiers from $1 to $25 a month, which gets you super cool stuff and also helps support creatives like us, uh, specifically us, you know, doing this stuff. For just $1 a month, you can join our Discord, which is for patrons only, but you gain access to it forever. You can come hang out with us and talk about 40k and share your models and be super nerdy because honestly, we're all super nerdy there. So if you feel so inclined and would like to support the shows, come on over and join us. Uh, It's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. That's right. Just type it, type it in the search bar, uh, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. And we'll see you over there. Thanks. He's got a recording of the audio, so he's not worried about losing any evidence, but he'll have that on his servo skull that's encrypted at an inquisitorial level not the fucking video camera in a room <laughs> being like you guys are frauds yeah and to be Do clear the video camera one wasn't one of the little floating ones that mm-hmm. the solicitor had it was literally just like a specialty one for yeah, this like, yeah float so i can record then you stay here skull with a camera in its eye yep <laughs> fucking 40k man <laughs> that's destroyed valentine will look to the rest of the room and just say How would you like to proceed, Lord Van Houten? Well, uh, if this was some twisted attempt to, uh, spread a rumor like that, we need to make sure that that's dealt with. However, uh, in terms of finding out her killer, avenging her, I would like to see the person who so cowardly sabotaged her brought to justice although i know that's not the main reason i'm here <laughs> eli was in the middle like about to say why but it main, just stopped yeah, yeah. um <laughs> from the corner just kind of raises a hand and says uh um lord van houten uh the from what i understand is the solicitors uh they operate as a separate body uh almost apart from the society working purely for the crown uh, I will note that I saw uh, Marcellanius and her staff do a very thorough sweep of this room and remove the bugs, uh, as it would be um, somewhat, as I understand, a poor form for you to uh, be observed while you are watching this uh, secret recording and uh, overseeing the video. So I think you may speak freely here, Lord, if you see fit. Oh, boy. <laughs> Still calling him Lord. Still calling him Van Houten, saying you may speak freely. Atticus is like, 
looks to <laughs> Valentine. <laughs> looks will just Valentine. Give him a Valentine legitimately trusts yeah. Trisaius. Trisaius yeah, yeah. is just going to maintain the bit because he's not high ranking enough to be the one to decide not to. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He's not going to blow it in Valentine. All right. So, so, yeah. If Val nods and he says, "Right, well then, how the fuck did she find out? She found out the old Francis. He was murdered then, or killed, or whatever." Or he died. We don't actually have information about that. Yes, I don't know how she uh, You do um, from your original cover story. So he just like died off world a long time ago. Or not, sorry, not that long ago, but like died off world, completely unrelated, wasn't planning on going back to Greybridge. Just this was part of the cover story you were given from uh, mm -hmm. Okay. The odds of it being an assassination are tremendously low, but we don't, I mean, method of death, I mean, theoretically, but he was useless to anyone on this planet and he wasn't coming back. So there's not really value there. No, the big... This is what I hate about these kind of recordings. The wealthy always think they're being tremendously clever, being like, if I die, then know this. And then they list off five possible suspects with no motives whatsoever. And they fail to tell us why they think they're going to die. <sighs> terrible investigators, all of them. They don't trust the staff. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, so. As for her, uh, you know, plea to be avenged and whatnot, I mean, if I were to personally see to it that every heretic and ne'er-do-well on this world was brought to justice or we'd never get anything done sir and we're here for a very specific reason um i'm all right to let it be but maybe it helps the image of uh lord van houten if he's helping out a uh generally beloved house Correct. This is one of those tasks that's been given to us by the king through a very significant partner. We cannot afford to have Forrest Pollard believe we are failures, nor can we afford to disappoint the king. So this becomes something that dovetails with our general interests. It will also allow us to more directly engage with people. I'm interested to know how we can win Duke Wickstrup's hand, but I'm also growing more and more concerned about the secrets behind this season. If you've heard those words said by Pollard, who believes they are important, a space marine who should be a member of an existing chapter and instead has left it all behind, that raises large questions. This season continuing, larger questions. The murders of major players and no one seeming to react, even larger questions. The king's growing erratic behavior behavior and Duke Wickstrop steps into this. None of this adds up and there's no one supervising this world, which means if there is a rot growing within it, it can keep growing and keep metastasizing until it grows elsewhere. Unfortunately, the Inquisition's attention is only designed to factor into those with millions or trillions of lives involved. Those are the problems that are at our scale. And this one links to a High Lord of Terror, which means saving the Emperor is our first priority. Of course, sir. But preventing the corruption of the Lords of Terror is a very close second, mm. and this could lead to that. We need more information. We need access to her secrets. And now, depending on the way these wills function, and he looks to Terseus and just says, all of the assets of this house, are they designed to be given uh, very specifically to a list of individuals, or is there a great deal of latitude allowed to an executor? Um, so he uh, explains that the... There's a bit of a gray space here because she amended the will to make uh, Van Houten the executor, but didn't also amend every piece. Of, like she didn't mm -hmm. go through the whole thing and and adjust it. So it's the kind of thing where like there are a bunch of cousins and extended like Balansong adjacent people who are distant enough 
that they don't have a direct, they can't just be like, I'm the heir, but that there is very likely a like weird, shitty family division coming that will likely sap the resources of the house. Based on the executor status, you can probably skim some stuff like rifles or, or other pieces off, but you don't suddenly have access to kind of like the whole house. That said, because you're also investigating it, you do have free run of the space. Yeah. So you won't like the staff will respond to you. Um, a lot of them are quitting and leaving because they've seen this before. The The house is collapsing. Like there's no chance that this place comes out of here okay. And there will be people coming to account for things. That said, you're also not here for the long haul. So no, no. And if I mean, you want to steal a bunch of shit, you kind of To can. clarify Valentine's interest as opposed to just looting the place because mm-hmm. he doesn't give a shit about money and it's not that useful. However, that's that's not really his interest. If there is a list of, say, this is to go to this person of another family, this mm. is supposed to go to this person of another family, an executor can decide we're not doing that for two years. Or yes, an executor 100%. can decide like, hey, hey, oh, you can Robert Boberstein, here you go. You can have your yeah. thing tomorrow. Like there's leverage yes, in that. Yes, 100%. Mm. And um, also... If you want to push your luck on this, like you now also are technically the people who have the estate. So if you wanted to throw your party here, you could just throw your party here and call it a memorial. Like you have a lot of latitude. Right. That makes sense. Yes. So we have the property. We have access to the staff. I think in terms of our abilities to solve this mystery in the short term, what we can do with the access that we have today is try to put together what happened yesterday. We have access to most of the staff before they leave. Things have not greatly changed. If we can identify any weaknesses, specifically those who might be involved within this house right now, the servants were part of this betrayal. Someone had to work on that ship. She would not have brought that someone in from another house. Someone had to be a part of this, either the programming, the mechanics, someone inserting a drive that was not intended to be there. If we can identify that party, then we can start to work bigger. We start small, we figure out their contact, we work our way back to the source. What kind of our servant benefits from the dissolution of the house? Someone who will be paid a great deal of money and probably join another house later, or someone who's going to move off world, or the third and much more likely option, someone who's promised both of those things and then will be murdered by the person who hired them. We are racing against the assassination of this assassin. Well then, uh... Trusaeus, uh, does the uh, purview of the estate fall, sorry, uh, do the uh, accounts of uh, servants uh, fall under the purview of the estate of House Balensol? Uh, y- yes, if you are looking to pay people out or to try and keep them on, yes. Has anyone received a uh, significant payment in the last 24 hours? From this house? From any house, any servants here received a large payment. Ah, yes, no, the, the, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. The individuals control their own accounts. I do not, we, I've, I've looked over their numbers. I cannot see who is paying the servants or not. Uh, right. But, and he gestures broadly out the window. He's like, there are several people attempting to leave. Uh, we have uh, a variety of servants who are uh, abandoning their posts, who are quitting um, due to the uh, the fall of House Balancong. So if you are curious to, as the Inquisitor says, to... Um, interrogate any of these folks or to try and see if any of them uh, are perhaps living large and or are dead, uh, your your window is rapidly closing. Excellent. Let's halt the current payments that they are receiving. Let's make it clear that there will be a bonus that will be paid out after we speak with them from the estate for their long years of service. And let's get them lining up so I can interrogate them right now. 
Um, and uh, he he nods in the way of uh, a person who realizes how heavy a lift something is going to be, but doesn't want to tell his boss, <laughs> and just says, it, "It shall be done. We will grab as many of them as we can. Uh, though some may be trying to escape, uh, perhaps." Uh, well, then we should know who's trying to escape. I agree, and uh, perhaps uh, Toby may take those guys to help uh, track down any who are trying to slip away in the night. That is very possible. I think Toby is probably outside on the car, <laughs> hanging out, and wouldn't have come in here. Yep. Another thing that might be important, uh, going through her files, especially if she is a person such as this that would record such a message, perhaps there is more information in her own files. She also seemed to be obsessed with research off-world, because not only did she know about Lord Van Houten's death, but she also had information on Rolf's Varn prior to me. Interesting. Yes, to say that's why you're here. Pass along the task I've just given you to the rest of the clerks. We need you to actually look at the research. You're the only person I trust to be able to spot the things we need from it. In terms of this list, if we don't catch some who flee, we will still have a list of servants. We'll be able to record who's receiving a bonus payment, meaning those are the people that we interrogated. Anyone who is not on that list, I will go out and find in the name of Lord Van Houten overnight, perhaps borrowing the other things that we need. The game still has to be played. Lord Van Houten, you have two meetings that you need to go to today. And Rawl, you still need to make sure that you speak to Sakatur, especially now that we know Versailles is noted as one of the most dangerous candidates consistently. And Sakatur was at least following Guinevere, if not more involved as of the past few weeks. Those meetings have to happen. Unfortunately, because the game must be played, we still need to embarrass Kiros. So, it's up person. to you and me, Sharp. Absolutely. I'll focus on the investigation. Rawls, carry out yours. Yes. When you are completed, your mission, you may join me on mine. Uh, sir, it's uh, uh, just occurred to me, if I may. Yes. Uh, the uh, containing and perhaps even tracking down of so many people, we're only five here might be able to be uh, outsourced, you might say, to uh, Forrest Pollard and the Royal Guard. Yes, let's see how many candidates we have who don't turn up at the promise of money. Might and be then... a good uh, gesture as well. It's like the investigation is ongoing and we're quite serious about finding them, eh? That is correct. I think at least reporting what we've found and what we're going after at the end of the day, a request for assistance would also be attached. But yes, you are correct. We need to remember that we are the menials in this investigation. The boots on the ground. Those who are in charge are in charge. Yes, sir. Eli, Morgan, any thoughts before we return to our various roles? I hate this. Let's do it. Don't worry, shop. We're going to find you some guns. <laughs> We'll see what things we can unturn. For the Emperor. For the Emperor. Well, maybe too loud he says it. But <laughs> for the Emperor. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, people here still love the Emperor. <laughs> they just also like this king. <laughs> with your tasks in hand and with uh, the, the timer sort of ticking down, uh, you all said about your tasks. I think probably the most immediate one, obviously, is is the, the roundup of the, the serving staff. Um, so, uh, uh, Terseus passes this off um, to, uh, like, the trusted staff. Honestly, probably at this point, 
I would say there's likely Royal Guard on on site as there have been kind of everywhere, um, but not nearly as many as you guys had, largely because the Balansong family is like, they're not here also, like she did. Yeah, exactly. They're kind of like, well, I mean, we need to investigate, but these guys can probably do that. Um, but there's enough that they can start kind of like um, calling orders. Also, admittedly, most of the serving staff were expecting something like this. Just no one had shown up yet. So they were like, well, maybe we could just get clear. Go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, again, these are all like professionals. So they start lining up and, you know, those who are packing their bags are taking them off uh, off of vehicles. Can I get a perception check from you, Morgan, for the, the sort of overwatch totally. uh, that you're doing with Toby? Mm -hmm. um, please refresh my memory on all of your Toby, <laughs> Toby <laughs> bonuses. Toby's an Ospex, well, right? Toby's an Ospex. To boost for perception. All right. And then the, yeah, the only boosts I get for Toby are tech use and driving because of the <laughs> in mind impulse unit. Okay, well, that's fine. I would give you tech use then. If, if you're using Toby to do a Toby job, it would make sense to me that it's the good score for him, not like thing. So yeah, go ahead with tech use then. Or I mean I mean I only get a boost when it's tech use, but my perception is better. Or am I using Toby's perception? You are looking through Toby to do Overwatch. So it sounds like your perception is okay, as best we go. I just didn't want to rob you of a Toby bonus no, that you had right. earned through spending points on stuff. Okay, yeah. great. So um you get that for mm -hmm. that. I'll give you a boost for the fact that the Royal Guard are trying to get people in line. Yep. So anyone not in line is is pretty obvious. Um, I will give you a setback for the size of the estate. Yep. Toby's having to cover a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's... And the difficulty. Uh, difficulty of three, please. Okay. Roll. Go ahead. All right. Three successes and two threats. Hot damn. All right. So... Uh, Toby, uh, I'm going to turn those three threat into three separate people who are, um, jumping two ship. Threat. Two threats. Two threat? Three successes. Yes. Three successes, two threats. Sorry, it's been a long day. Um, okay. Uh, there are three people, uh, fuck the threat. There's three people. Uh, <laughs> there were always going to be three anyway. I was just like, oh, this works out with the dice. I can just save as the dice all along. <laughs> um, there's three people who seem to be, uh, sort of actively not getting in line. Mm -hmm. There are, uh, there's one who is um, at the back of the property, uh, who is like past the fountain and is is sort of on foot, um, and seems to be moving in a strange way, um, uh, a bit of a, a bit of an awkward way. Again, you can only really see them a distance, but like seems to be be moving strangely. Um, there is uh, someone else who is um, basically, and again, because you're doing like the Overwatch mm -hmm. view. Um, you can see them crouching in behind uh, one of the um, the the royal dropships uh, that's here and spit out a bunch of guards. Um, and you can see they're kind of trying to, they're basically doing what you would do. They're trying to jimmy a panel um, so mm. they can like stow away. Um, and uh, the other one uh, seems to be um, at the, uh, the the stables um, uh, and is, is sort of like you just sort of catch uh, a glimpse of their livery as they slip into the stables. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Man, that's an instant over the communique beads to Valentine. It's Robute. Uh, we seem to have three people who are not falling in line. Two of them close by. One is trying to escape through the stables. One is trying to get through one of the royal ships. My most concerning one is the back edge of the property, there's something strange. 
Could your could your avian friend perhaps pick up the furthest candidate and return them to the mansion? Yes. Excellent. Then perhaps I will go to mm, the stables. And then if you want to report in person, perhaps collect the one trying to uh, jimmy a panel. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> so funny words coming out of that. Yeah, I, I love it. it. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> So um, you you both uh, sort of go on foot after uh, the two that are here. Uh, Del, how does Toby going for a long distance target work? It actually is his primary function mm. as a grapple hawk is to grab, retrieve, and fly back with and targets. Hawk. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, because it's originally an arbites animal that is for stopping and yep. detaining escaping criminals. Oh, amazing. So Aww. that's what his OG purpose was <laughs> before, nice yeah, before he got grabbed by a, <laughs> yeah, before he got grabbed by a rogue trader and was retooled for other purposes. Great. It's important for pets to engage in their natural behavior. It's true. <laughs> that's what he's for. He's All got right. a jet engine and claws. What else is he going to do? <laughs> Extreme yep. flying. All mm. right. So it says after resolving a melee hit, a grapple hawk may, as an incidental, start carrying a creature Great. that is engaged and immobilized. Fair, fair. These are fair points. That's what we got. All right, so... <laughs> Shock pulse claws. Yeah, shit. That's what they do. <laughs> Remember, he murdered a man with those hence ones. immobilized, yeah. yes. yes. All right, um, without, so... That was a more innocent time when Atticus was learning to ride a bike. That's right, and yep. we murdered a man with a bird. Yes, yeah. by electrocuting him. Yeah. Atticus was... didn't learn either, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that, that that counts as the good old days for this squad. It Atticus sat on the crossbar. Does. Um, all right, so let's resolve that in a second since that sounds rad as hell. And yeah, I feel does. like uh, some of these other things may be, be a little easier. Um, all right, uh, Valentine, you're headed for the stables mm -hmm. and Morgan, you're headed uh, for Captain Jimmy panel. Yep. Um, all right, let's deal with that guy first. Um, so uh, you make your way as you kind of like signal to Toby to to, to go after to the... be Toby. Mm -hmm. Jet engines like light up, <laughs> bird starts going. Um, and uh, you sort of uh, rapidly make your way down, or I guess through the back of the estate out at the front. And um, sure enough, the you know the, the guard are in very like bright livery. I'm imagining them in like crimson, like basically um, uh, similar to what the the moth, not the moths, but like all the imperial generals in Star Wars, where it's like the little cap and then just kind of like a, a tunic belted. Uh, 40k some more skulls um, <laughs> but in crimson so like very very like the royal guard are very easy to see they're very visible so you can see them kind of moving around and the servants again are just like most of them are really this is just business as usual weirdly they're like yeah of course like naturally um, but it also means that the guards are busy because this is a lot of crowd wrangling there are a lot of folks who worked at this estate you move past all of them and sure enough uh, you see a servant um, very quickly working a panel um, and uh, they just managed to crack it off as you approach being like, I'm in. Uh, and they start to to crawl in. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Morgan would squat down behind them as they're trying to crawl in and, excuse me, the Lord and the solicitor called for you and you are missing. Interesting point. And they throw an elbow at your face. Okay. Um, Valentine, you arrive, uh, similarly, you come out, you see Morgan kind of dip out one way, you, you go the other, mm -hmm. uh, you're heading to the stables. Yes. Um, what, uh, I mean, you don't have any weapons to pull. I assume no. you don't have your, your last pistol. No, he wouldn't bring that here. Yeah. So just storming over to give like 
a stern talking to. He's got a stern talking to. He also has a robot hand. He's capable of violence all on his own. That's great. This yeah. is still a commissar. They weren't known for hugs. Like it's like <laughs> it's not just pistols and chainsaws. He's yeah. ready for a fucking fist. Yeah. He's also six three, six four. He's got some good fucking reach on him. Like he knows what he's doing. So he'd like to. He's not going to announce himself. He's not like stop police. Mm. This is stealth in. Catch somebody physically restrain and march back. If he sees them and they're fucking huge, then he's going to have to adjust the plan. Sure. But the right. first thought is sneaky grab. So give me a, uh, let's get a stealth check then. Uh, difficulty of two. Okay. Uh, you get a boost for just general nonsense going on. Gives you a lot of like cover. There's a lot of people moving around. But you also get a setback for uh, someone trying to escape a massive situation being a little bit more vigilant. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yeah, I think that's what I would give you guys for. And fuck it, because you guys need some story points back on the board, I will spend a story point to jack up stable guy, bringing us to one okay. and four. Yep, you said it was difficulty two? Yep. Okay, uh, I would pitch one more boost because Valentine knows he's hunting a target and the target does not know they are being actively sure. hunted. Yeah, yeah, by cool. that. All right, let's see what happens. Three successes and two advantage. Hey. Uh, and that was a pretty even roll because stealth is not his strength. Um, okay. Uh, I, I just watched as a cool chase scene I had planned just flies <laughs> uh, away Bye. like Toby. Uh, so um, you sneak into the stable and you're kind of like moving between the horses uh, with some, you know, horse confidence. Uh, oh, absolutely. And um, you see... Um, because I don't have to ride them. <laughs> yeah, you see a, a servant <laughs> hop up on uh, one of the horses and she just kind of leans down and she's like, fly true. Uh, and just as she's about to kick her heels into the feathers of, of the horse, you just reach up and grab her ankle. So the horse fucking takes off, but Ooh. she does not go with it. Uh, you just drag her down by the ankle uh, as as the, the horse uh, runs off, kind of clinking with like stolen cutlery and shit as the horse just like books it off into the night. Dave, it's, it's day. morning. Yeah, it's morning. I keep yeah. saying night because it's cool. It's cool to yeah. say, but no, it's very much the day. When she hits the ground, Valentine is just immediately pulling off his belt and tying her hands behind her back with it. And he's going to frog march her in like, like right. a criminal. All right. Uh, meanwhile, uh, elbow flying at your face, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan. What is your uh, what is your defense, if any? Um, I, I have a defense, but I also have a pitch that sure, yep, hit me. Morgan, you know how much I hate this, rolling dice. Yeah, so. th- if this person is trying to. It, she's higher class than a servant. She's not super high, but mm-hmm. if this servant is trying to elbow her in the face, think she's going to take the elbow to the face but try to trip them up so they can't escape and just start being like gods gods help i'm being attacked (laughs) (laughs) take an ass kicking but let the royal guards arrest this person (laughs) deeply deeply buy this pitch (laughs) oh shit though that's so good so uh i think we'll just say then it's um uh what's your soak my soak is I have no clothes on right now, so it is three. Three? All right. Um, so I'm going to say you take uh, two points of damage sure. uh, over and above the soak. Just Sorry, from getting, what are you like, wearing? I'm just wearing clothes. No, All no my armor, armor and everything oh, okay. is But gone. she's wearing no clothes. clothes. She's been nude like, the whole day. Yes. It's a bold what statement. The fuck? Yeah. No, street clothes. So there there's are no defense. Dozens yeah, yeah, yeah. of okay. us. Dozens. 
Um, so yeah, uh, elbow flies back, mm-hmm. uh, cracks you in the face. You stumble Bloody away. Nose. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not even gonna make you roll for it. Like it's you, you're not trying. It's it's an easy lie. You're just like behold. <laughs> and immediately, um, the guards turn, and uh, one of them is like, "Someone's attacking an air!" And just immediately, uh, last gun fire just melts this uh, this guy. <sighs> Um, you know, there's like blasts that ping off the, the side of the ship, but he, it is, it's literally like fucking Sonny Corleone getting pinned against a car, uh, as they open fire and the rest of the servants just go stock still because like this level of violence on this planet is low, but also for those soldiers, they never get to fire at things. So they're all like, Oh fuck, it's happening. It's the war. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. So just uh and <laughs> just thirty five jarheads yeah, all just, just like it's our first time. Bah, 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 bah. Um, so uh, that person uh, pays the price of elbowing Morgan Rawls. It's been paying prices for fucking with Morgan. Uh, Toby is soaring uh, towards the distant target, uh, who is is running. Um, go ahead and make your your melee attack. So there'll be uh, two purple. I'm going to spend a story point to bump one of those to a red. Okay. Otherwise, you get a boost for this person being very slow for reasons we will soon see. I don't think I have. I don't think I have anything either. And wait, you rolled, Ryan, you rolled a bunch of advantage. Uh, Yeah. All right. So I rolled, I think, three of, I believe. Two. Two. So I can pass one off. Yeah. I was going to say, could we pitch another boost? Because it is a robot bird coming out of the sky to someone who's not aware a bird's coming. So you're saying... Do you have advantage slash do you get sneak attack damage? Yes, you do. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I was like, there's not a better sneak in a world than a yeah. bird fast enough that its jet engine sound arrives after the bird. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. First just, thing you're taught in school as a servant, look out for robot <laughs> space birds. Just Especially even, if you're small. You don't want to get carried away by yeah. a hawk. And the, the animal that like this robot is based on literally like hunts creatures in open fields. Like that's like a buffet for a hawk. <laughs> Shitless one says, I am Toby, I am Hawk, yeah. the whole way down, yeah. uh, like a shitty Transformer. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, yeah, go for it. All right. There's a sweet Ollie on the way, Toby Hawk. <laughs> oh, that is man. five successes and one <laughs> advantage. Wow. Well, good, it's got the- Pierce 2, <laughs> it's got uh, damage 5, which now is doubled, <laughs> and it's some... stun damage and ensnare. So it's just lighting it up. 10 damage with Pierce 2 from a shock pulse claw. Yes. God damn. <laughs> How much soap does some, uh... <laughs> Though technically it's all stun damage, so it doesn't oh, actually do nice. HP damage. It does it to their strain. Strain. Mm-hmm. So not yep. unconscious. Yes. Totally fair. Uh, well, they do actually have a significant amount of soak from the giant bag of riches uh, that they have strapped to their back that they are poorly running with. <laughs> Uh, that Toby just claws through, just like tears the bag. It's also metal, right? Yeah, like yeah. Just, <laughs> so you just see this poor son of a bitch running, being like, "You got this, faster, stronger. You got this. You're gonna be a lord." <laughs> just like lightning arcs across him. Um, it's just like slow motion, just like golden fiery flies up behind him as he just gets like repeatedly shocked, falling forward, and he never hits the ground. It's just Toby soaring up. Taking a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, leaving yeah. a train, like just a trail just, of like gold raining gold. Sky. I'm going to make so much money from these stolen superconductors. <laughs> <laughs> Away with the bird. Everyone says you should insulate your yeah. loot bags. Not me. <laughs> I, I looted all the copper wiring out of this house. <laughs> And I stored extra in my mouth. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just immediately <laughs> unconscious. Uh, nice. As uh, Toby leaves a, a, a rain of gold uh, <laughs> flying him back. So we caught the two thieves with the one person capable of violence who's way more interesting is dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's Did, dark heresy, baby. I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm like not involved in the scene or anything like that. But like the two people that we caught alive had dropped, you know, cutlery, coins, loot, stuff like that. Person uh, sneaking aboard a ship. We didn't necessarily hear about them stealing anything, right? I certainly didn't describe it. No. Oh, tremendously interesting individual. Yeah, yeah. just absolutely annihilated. Old, if we could have picked him, they would shoot him. <laughs> Okay, we got it. We're sinking back into the story world now. This is, this yeah. is all happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we'll find out what happens next time. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of The Valentine Heresy features the voices of players Brian LaPlante, Tyler Hewitt, Laura Hamstra, and Del Borvik, alongside Game Master Tom McGee. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and The Valentine Heresy's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is The Hordes by Megan McDuffie, and our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Ave Imperator, and death to all the heretics. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Nithrian, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia de los Hoodless, Diovasis, Loki Burrito, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Mount Absalom, a community, a heritage, a home. The green jewel in the majestic crown of Ohio. For 200 years, Mount Absalom has been a place to play. N32. Bingo! A place to learn. For in thy green and growing arms, we have everything we need. All right. Now let's get out our math homework. A place to work. Here at the Celery Bottling Works, we produce over 2,000 bottles of celery soda every day. A place to raise a family. It's a girl. It's a place of history. And here we have the barrel of whiskey that Confederate soldiers stole from Mount Absalom patriot Amelia Pleasance during Morgan's raid. And of course, a place 
of celery. 201st Celery Festival, I dub thee open. Mount Absalom is the perfect place for making memories. 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 Paid for by the Delphi Quarter of Mount Absalom and Solaric Bottling Works. Refreshing Solaric Soda and Diet Solaric Soda. <sighs> Unwell, a Midwestern Gothic mystery. Learn more at unwellpodcast.com.